thank you so much for coming to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. I hope that you've been watching the ones before. You know, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. Boy, they, those have been really good. Making us cry. I know. I know you've been crying a lot. And usually I'm the one that cries, but you've been crying. Um, and today I love this episode because I have so many stories to tell on this one. A lot of them. And what we're teaching on. Okay, we're teaching on it seems right at the time. There's always uh, times that things that happen that seem right at the time. What do I mean by that? You know, you're going, you're going along your daily life and you start doing something and it seems right at the time. But then it, it wasn't right. Like when there's a hot pan that comes out of the oven and you stick it on the stove and it seems right to go ahead and grab it without the pot holder. And the moment you touch that handle, yeah. you know. Or it seems right when you decide yeah. you want to cut your own bangs. Yes. <laughs> yes, that happened to me. And you know what's funny is that when I went to cut my bangs, I remember you, <laughs> you, you, you had to bring that one up. I didn't know you were gonna bring it that one. Seemed right. It did seem right. You know, I was on my way to get my hair cut, and I called you and I told you, I'm gonna cut my hair. And you're like, No, no, because you don't like me to cut my hair. So I said, No. I said, I'm just gonna get bangs. I'm gonna get bangs. And I remember you stayed silent on the phone, and you said, Liana, you said, Don't cut your bangs. And I said, Why? And you said, Remember. That you cut your bangs before yeah. and it was like 10 years before that and you said you didn't like it and i don't think that you should cut your bangs i said no no that's fine you know i'm gonna like it and you said don't cut your bangs don't don't cut bangs and i said no i said i think i think this time i'm gonna really like it and you said okay but i really don't think you should I said, okay so i go i get my hair cut and and you know honestly for I always have the same hairstyle. I just do. I always have it long, curly, or long, straight, or crazy, but never bangs. And I remember coming home and looking in the mirror, and I called you, and I said, I hate it. I said, I'm going to cry. And yeah. then you said, I told you not to cut your bangs. And you look like Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed right. And At the time, it did. And you know, and there's, there's a lot of people that go through life that do things that seem right. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you were to go to prison, and ask the inmates, you know, most of them, you know, why did you commit this crime? Why did you do this? And most of them would tell you, well, seemed right at the time, you know, and if there's a way that seems right, then there's a way that is right. Mm -hmm. And it's important for us to be able to identify those Which things. Which one's the difference? You know, obviously when people are, people are in prison, it didn't matter that they thought it was right, it wasn't right. But I think I think it's better to say they see they thought at the time that they wouldn't get caught. They thought at the time that this uh, thing crime that they were committing it seemed like a good thing to do at the time. They just didn't realize they were going to get caught. Oh yeah, well, I mean you look at all those videos that are on you know YouTube. You know, oh you, my gosh, the the things that people are doing, they think that you know they're going to get away or they're going to experience things, and and sometimes it's the same way in church. You know, uh, get people that they step towards things that it seems right but they haven't taken the necessary steps to ensure that it is right. Mm -hmm. You know, and the Bible tells us, it warns you about this. Yeah, right now it seemed right for me to take a cup, take a sip of coffee, but I knew that if I drank a cup of coffee, I still had a laugh in there, <laughs> I would have ended up everywhere, so I didn't do that. Yeah. So, so you have to listen to the Holy Ghost when he tells you, don't do something like that. Don't do it. Well, you know, uh, in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 12, this is exactly what we're talking about. Four Proverbs 14, 14, verse 12. I apologize. You want to read that, babe? Sure. Proverbs 14, 12 says this. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Yeah, what this is telling us is that, you know, 
that there's going to be times where people think that something seems right. Mm -hmm. But the end of that road is going to be destruction. And if there's a way that seems right, like we said earlier, there's a way that is right. And God always knows the way that is right. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit, he'll always take you in the way that's right. And that's why it's so important that you have a strong relationship with him. Because there's a lot of unnecessary roughness mm -hmm. that people experience because they're not following through and looking at the results or, you know, the outcome of what can happen. They're so moved by the moment they do what mm -hmm. seems right without looking at all of the things that will determine if it's right. Yeah, there's consequences to everybody's actions. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like, you know, people will do a certain thing or you go a certain way or or uh, you decide to, to make a, a move or a job change or whatever because at the moment everything looks great. But yeah. you're not looking down the road. You're not saying, okay, Holy Spirit, this is this may be just be yeah. too good to be true. You know, people say that all the time, yeah. you know. It sounds too good to be true. And and sometimes it, it really was. Other times it may look too good to be true, but this is this is the right path. This is what I want you to take. So you you really need to be listening to the Holy Ghost and he'll guide you which way is the right way and which way is the not not the right way. Yeah, because you know, um, some things are just good-looking mistakes. Yes. And, yes. and some things are good-looking mistakes and people marry it. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, uh, you know, when I think about things that look good, seem right, man, I'm, I'm always reminded of this one situation. And you'll remember this. Mm -hmm. um, we needed a car. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was, man, we first got saved a couple years. We've been serving the Lord. And we needed a car. And we were praying, God, we need a car for our family. And I remember I was at a men's Bible study, and at the conclusion of the Bible study, they said, hey, is, they said, is there anybody here that needs prayer for anything? And I was like, yeah, you know, I need prayer for a car. You know, I'm believing for a car. And other people were saying their prayer requests. And when I said I'm believing for a car, there was a, a business owner that was there, a brother in the Lord. And he told me, he goes, you know what? He says, I have a car, he says, that I'll give to you. He said, it's getting out of the shop tomorrow. He said, I just put a brand new engine in it. He said, a brand new transmission. He said, you can pay me what I just put into the car. He said, just pay me what I just put into yeah. the car. He said, and you can pay me what you want whenever you want. And I remember just going, this is God. This is God. This is God. And, and this was a nice car because this guy was a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And so this car had a color television in it before cars had TVs in them. <laughs> had the boomerang antenna on the I back. Limousine the tinted windows. Pearl white. And I remember just being so excited and going home and telling you, Eliana, God blessed us with this car. And the next day we went and picked it up. Yes, remember that? We didn't pray about it. We didn't anything. No, but we just knew it was God because yeah. it, it was it just it seemed so good. And I remember telling you, I wanna I wanna go down to Yuma. Let's drive out of town. Let's go show your parents, you know, what the Lord blessed us with. And I remember we drove down there and, and it was beautiful. And I remember uh, after showing it to your dad and your mom, you know, they were happy for us and we started coming home, the car started making this noise. And I remember by the time we made it, like maybe 30, 40 minutes from their home, the car threw a rod through the oil pan. And I remember here we are, we're three hours away from our home. And I had to call that brother up and say, hey, man, the, the engine just blew up. And so he got a hold of the company that worked on the car. We had to wait for them to send a tow truck mm -hmm. to pick us up. You remember that? Yes. Oh, my that. gosh. It, 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 and so we're riding back to, to town. I'm just going, man, this car, you know, what's going on? And, and that was the beginning. Yes. All of a sudden, 
man, that car, we started learning things about it. I mean, that car, I'd be driving it in the rain and the car would turn off. It didn't like water mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it would turn off. We'd just be driving and just shut down, no power. <laughs> and, and and there was times when, when uh, you know, it would turn on without you doing it, turn on. I mean, it did so many crazy things. And, and I remember that we can constantly had problems with this car and the guy that gave it to us he was such a good man such a generous guy yes. and he felt so bad and i remember that car went into the shop no less than 14 times mm -hmm. i quit counting after that mm -hmm. and it just they could not fix this car right and i remember when i finally went to god and said god what is going on mm -hmm. you know you bless me with this car and i remember god said i didn't give you that car mm -hmm. And I was like, what? And he goes, you didn't pray. You never asked me if, if, if this was for me. You just took it. And, yeah. I, and when we thought about it, it was like, oh, God. You didn't pray. It seemed right at the time, though. Oh, it seemed right. We needed a car. You know, it, 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 in our eyes, it met the need. But, man, that car caused so many problems. Yeah. Do you remember what we finally did with it? Yes, we ended up giving it away they could, to a home because they A men's pray. home. Yes. Because they're always fasting and praying. We yeah. figured they'd cast the devils out that car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it was it was definitely a learning experience yes, for was. us to where we 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 understood there are going to be things that come in life that mm -hmm. seem right, and you need to take the time to seek God to make sure that it is. Yeah. Because you can do things that seem right, but the end is not going to be the results that you're looking for. Yeah. And there's things that you can do to avoid that. Yeah, right? I remember when the Lord told us, He said to us uh, that Visalia would be the town that we would pastor, and He said, "You move to Visalia." You drop your roots. That's that's where you're staying. He told us that, yeah. and I remember we were so excited about coming to Visalia. We rented a. Uh, we decided to rent the, the convention center, and you said, "Okay, we'll just start here on a Sunday morning." We rented a, the convention center for a couple of days, and we had a meeting, and then after that, we started coming back on on a Sunday. And yeah. I remember the first time that you were coming back. Well, the first time we were coming back, we didn't live here. Yeah. And we were coming to do a service on a Sunday morning at the convention center because we rented a little room there, put out our little advertisements, did everything that we needed to do at the yeah. time. And um, I remember going, and on the way up there, you said, the Lord's going to show me something today. Hey, what's he going to show you? And so we go to church. We go to the, the our first church service here, and nobody came. And I remember driving home and the Lord telling us, I told you to move there. I didn't yeah. tell you to go do services there. I told you to move there. But at the time, it seemed right to yeah. go back and forth. But the Lord brought us back to what he told us, not what seemed right, but what he told us. He said, move to Visalia. He didn't say, go have meetings there. He said, move to Visalia. And so we, we instead of keeping going down the it seemed right path, we went back and we said, okay, we're not doing anything until we can move there because we wanted to do it the right way. Yeah, because I think a lot of times that, you know, um, when we do what seems right, it's because we we haven't thought things through. Yes, absolutely. We haven't considered the consequences. How is this going to affect me? How is this going to affect others? And um, it's important that we we ask those questions. Unless, you know, you know absolutely God has spoken something mm -hmm. to you. The only thing you need is the word of the Lord, and that's what we had. Mm -hmm. And uh, But it, what seems right is not the same as what is right. And when you do things exactly the way God says to do it, you're always going to have success. Mm -hmm. you're, not going to, you're not going to experience failure. You're going to experience success and victory. And I, I think that when it comes to life, that you need to learn to practice his presence. Mm -hmm. Because if you're mindful of God always being a part of you, always being at the center of your life, 
then when it comes to you making decisions, whether how small or how large, you're going to be in a position to where your ear has been trained to know the voice of God, to where it's going to be like a knee-jerk response to where if you need an answer, you're going to go to him and you're going to find out what's right mm -hmm. at the beginning. Not three marriages later, five churches later, you know, all kinds of hurt and pain later. You're going to know from the very beginning that God is in what you're doing, but you have to seek him. And, you know, and the, I think a lot of times people are scared to seek him or they're, they're concerned that if they seek him that he won't answer. And it goes back to the episode before talking about, uh, you know, uh, listening to the Holy Ghost, yeah. you know. Um, if, we're, if there's an, an area, if there's a, it's something that we're doing and we need direction, you know, like I said earlier, a job or whatever, we need direction, going to the Holy Spirit and praying and waiting. I yeah. think people don't want to wait. They, they want to hurry up and get it done instead of just waiting to get that direction that he wants from us and and that he wants us to do because a lot of times we want to move quickly. We want to move quickly and we think that, okay, the Lord told us to do this. We need to know exactly what he wants us to do, how he wants us to do it, and when he wants the timing is, is very, very important, you know? Yeah, I know it's important. And I think that sometimes it's it's also, you know, not, not only praying, but there are so many answers that are found right here yes. in this Bible. Yes. The Word of God is the will of God. Mm -hmm. and, but we have to take the time to come to His Word and, and to learn the nature of God, to learn you know, the way that God thinks and the way that God does things. This right here is His will. It's His will for our lives. And I think that you know, there was, there was a, a catchphrase you know, that was coined, you know, a few years back and lots of Christians, you know, had this. It was a it was put on clothing, it was put on jewelry, and the phrase was, What would Jesus do? I remember that. Remember that WWJD, what would Jesus do? And you know, and for some people it was just a fashion icon thing. But there's a, such a major truth, you know, that was found within that. Because when it comes to decisions that you make, if you would ask that simple question every time you make a decision, what would Jesus do? You know what? You're you're not going to do what seems right. That's not going to be the first response. The first response is going to be, let me go to the one that knows what is right. How do I handle this situation? Or how did Jesus handle things like this? Or people like myself that you, you know what I'm saying, that are in the Bible facing similar situations. What did they do? And, and, and you know, and you can see the outcome that they that they had. And, and you can have the same outcome because the word will work for anybody. And I think that that is such a beautiful standard is that when you... You do what Jesus would do. Yeah, we got to keep saying that. You don't. It wasn't a fad. It was something that was coined. That's cool. You know what WWJD? But it's even if you're not saying it, you still need to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you still need to do what Jesus would do in every situation. It was just loaded with so much truth. Mm -hmm. And I think that you know that when it comes to moving forward in life, you have to. You know, I, I know that sometimes people have, I know you don't like it when I say this, but noble failure. Mm -hmm. You know, it's when they try to do what's right, but it wasn't right, you know. And, and, and that, again, that's part of the learning experience. That's where you you step into a place to where you trust in the Lord and you quit leaning on your own understanding. Yes. Because sometimes we try figuring out how God's going to take care of a situation and and we try helping God to do it. But God doesn't need our help. He doesn't. What he God doesn't. needs is our faith. Now and he, he needs our obedience also. He needs our obedience also. Yeah, and, and I I know that there's been times where, where we've had to come to God and we've sought Him about situations that were beyond us, and we learned the value of developing a full ear, mm -hmm. to where God will speak, and 
I think that, you know, it's just like when you spend time with anybody, you know, uh, when you, when a parent has a new, you know, when you have a new child and you become a parent, like you're going to spend all kinds of time with that infant. And it's usually mm -hmm. at three o'clock in the morning. Yes. They need a clean, they need a diaper change. They need a bottle. And, and you become so familiar with the sound that your child makes to where over time, you know, that repetition, you can put your child, your baby in a room full of 100 kids and your child can go, uh, and you know that, uh, because it's been waking you up at three o'clock in the morning for, you know, the last year of your life. And, and you recognize your child's voice because of the time you've spent with your child. Mm -hmm. And so it is with the things of God. Mm -hmm. When we spend time with the Holy Spirit, we're going to develop an ear to know the voice of God. When you spend time in his word, you're going to recognize when God's speaking. And that right there will help you to avoid so much hurt and pain and disappointment because you'll know how to respond. Because I think at times that too many people seek God only when there's no other option to where they've reduced prayer, that communion with God down to crisis management. It's like, it's so bad that we have to pray. Mm -hmm. But if we would have began praying at the beginning, we wouldn't have needed, you know, a miracle. Yeah. You know, God would have directed us in what was right. Do you have any instruction, Eliana, or is there anything that comes to mind that you'd want to share with, you know, our friends that are watching? Well, I would, I would say, number one, before, you know, when an opportunity is presented to you, uh, uh, whatever the opportunity may be, or a, a situation, uh, something that needs, needs prayer, before you act, before you move, before you... Um, uh, take the next step. Pray. Ask God and ask God what he would have you do. Get counsel. Uh, make sure that you're uh, praying and you're asking the Holy Spirit, asking God to help you with the next step. Because I really feel like if we take the time to pray and to ask him that that situation that could have been the right thing or could have been the wrong thing, God will lead us into the right path. He really will. So before you... Um, take that next step. If you're unsure, if you have any inkling of the Holy Spirit asking you to stop, then just wait. Just wait. It's better to wait and to hear God than to act and 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 miss God. I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to miss God. And maybe, you know, you're here and you miss God. You moved when you shouldn't have moved. You uh, left the church when you shouldn't have left the church. You uh, called that boy when you shouldn't have called that boy or when that girl called that girl when you shouldn't have called that girl or, or maybe you're going out with that girl that you shouldn't be going out with or that boy just stop ask God to help you and he'll turn you back take you right down to the place where he knows it's right for you amen because he loves you and we love you too and God bless you and thank you for watching